0: to the Three Peaks Strong Podcast. I'm Coach Mel. And I'm Coach Nina.
1: Join us as we embrace the journey of connecting mind, body, and spirit in our community and beyond.
0: All right. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Coach Mel. And I'm Coach Nina. Back again for some more good stuff. It's it's good uh it's good stuff. Uh good good coaching this morning, uh or today during the oh, noon actually. Thank you. I, that was really fun. It was. Uh it was encouraging. You you saw my I saw you, you there. You saw me there and <laughs> you yelled yeah. me through it and Yeah. So yeah. yeah, it was good. Good times. So we're gonna talk today a little bit about mindset, but a little bit about um you know, um probably breaking through that. The foundation of quitting, the foundation of can I, all of the stuff that kind of keeps us from even hitting that breakthrough. Mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. um, and and being comfortable with the uncomfortable yes. parts of life. That um, you know, I think our society just doesn't uh, doesn't enjoy being in. No, yeah,
1: it's not good to be uncomfortable, right?
0: Like, no, you want to avoid it at all costs, right? But. So tell me what, uh, tell me what is your comfort? Like, so, so uh, what is comfort to you? Like if you could put a picture or put an item out there, what is comfort Hmm. to you?
1: Comfort to me, I think is creating a routine that is predictable where I don't have to work very hard. I don't have to think very hard. It's kind of everything's just kind of easy and mm-hmm. like just feels nice all the time like that's what I think of with comfort um maybe like sitting under a blanket watching a movie or mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. taking a bath instead of doing work that needs to be done that kind of thing so something where you know it's comfortable I'm not I'm not doing anything hard and then yeah just chilling yeah
0: so that's the picture I get to when I'm thinking comfortable mm mm-hmm. hmm. I'm comfortable if I'm under a blanket, chilling <laughs> out in front of the fire, Yeah, you know, watching a movie. Uh, I I think we all like that. Um, but we have a saying um, on the wall downstairs, so it's been there for five years, and it says to find your comfort zone and then leave it. Yes. So, so there's a two-parter to that. Like mm-hmm. some people struggle with finding their comfort zone. They don't even know what that is. Mm-hmm. They're kind of meandering through life and... And that's um, that's hard in itself. But leaving your comfort zone, man, that's a a rough one for a lot of us. So it's like, you know, putting the blanket away and getting up and (laughs) going for a run. Now I'm cold and now I have to move to get warm instead of staying under this blanket. Right. I I have to take action. Yeah. I have to take action. So have you had a time in your life when, like, you have had to kind of get out of your comfort zone? Uh, yes. Or is everything just kind of like, you know, it just feels really rainbows and
1: no, unicorns?
0: No, no, no.
1: I had a pivotal moment, actually, I think it's been 10, 12. I don't even remember how long it's been, but it's been a while. Um, when I had a bunch of little kids at home. I have four kids, by the way. They were born mm. in five years, and they were all little. I was at home with them and every day I'd get up, go through the routine. Um, I knew my day, I'd cook, I'd clean, I'd take care of them. I was very comfortable in that pattern. However, I recognized that I was not where I wanted to be. Mm -hmm. I I wasn't happy with how I felt, I wasn't Mm -hmm. happy with what I did. I've always felt like I've had a bigger purpose to my life, like Mm -hmm. of reaching out and helping people and I wasn't Mm -hmm. doing that. And it was at that point where I made some huge changes in many, many areas of my life and really got to the point where I had to learn to be comfortable being uncomfortable. So actually when I started here and I saw that saying on your wall, I was like, yes, these are my people (laughs) because I have been saying that for a long time. I'm just, I've I've learned how to get comfortable being uncomfortable because I'm uncomfortable a lot. But when I'm uncomfortable, good things come from it. Usually, Mm -hmm. I mean... In all my life, everything I've seen, like, that's where growth comes from. That's where me, like, stepping forward to something new, hitting goals comes from is being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I've learned to view it as a good thing. Even though sometimes it it's not so fun. But
0: Yeah, was that a natural thing? thing for you to view it as a, like, or did you have, like, a, a thing that was, you know, let's be real. Like, do we, did you just wake up one day and it was like, hey, I, I, I'm okay being uncomfortable, or was it, like, repeated things after repeated things happening that kind of gave you that eye opening of I'm gonna have to make a mindset yeah. change here.
1: It was a lot of repetition of you know going to bed and being in pain because I was always every night mm. I'd go to bed my stomach would hurt because of foods that I was eating turns out most of my diet irritated my body. Mm-hmm. I'm just sensitive to lots of stuff. Yeah. Um, and along those lines it took a lot of me going to bed thinking Oh gosh I'm really unhappy. Like just unhappy i don't like it and then one day realizing well what are you going to do about it huh. if you want it if you want something different you got to do something different and i was like oh this is true so that yeah it, it took a lot of me mm-hmm. like digging in complaining you know getting really really comfortable and then realizing that you know while i was comfortable with the pattern i was not happy at all in what that was getting me so mm-hmm. yeah it's yeah a late bulb moment of well girl you gotta do something now so and when you chose to do something was it like like
0: everything went you know peaches and no vanilla ice cream mm. happy peaches I'm
1: good. Happy. Like,
0: <laughs> I, peaches. I, I actually really love peaches mm-hmm. as well yes
1: no it wasn't it was hard yeah it was hard yeah. um it was figuring out okay I know I need to do something but mm-hmm. now what like what's the next step and do I have the confidence to take the next step? No, but I'm gonna do it anyway. And mm. what's the next step after that? So it was a lot of um, research and trial and error, and just determination to keep pushing forward. Mm-hmm. So that actually was probably when my mindset really started to shift because now mm. that's just kind of mm-hmm. that's where I've settled. like, well, yeah, I'm gonna do something and it's probably gonna be hard and I'm going to mm-hmm. do it anyway, and I don't know. It's it, I've grown a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's been a good thing. Yeah,
0: that's good. Yeah. So do you think that um, this is a natural thing for people, or do you think that you're just uh, – do you think your background has played into it, or do you think this, this is something that everyone struggles with?
1: Um, I think a lot of people struggle with it, for sure. Mm-hmm. I think – part of my personality like you and i are both on the enneagram if you haven't taken the enneagram you should definitely check it out mel and i are both threes on the enneagram (laughs) we are naturally very driven people so i think especially for me being a driven person when i'm not in a place where i want to be like it just weighs on me every single day yeah whereas some people i think it weighs on them but not as heavily yeah um And they might still want to make changes, but they might, I don't know if they have that same kind of impetus of like, yeah, I got to do something right now. Right. Or if it's more of a gradual thing, but I mean, like my husband, he's a type nine on the Enneagram. They're very like, they could like to be comfortable. Like Mm -hmm. that is the thing. He likes Mm -hmm. it, but he, I've still seen him, you know, realize, you know, I need to make some changes and take those steps and, you know, get out of where I'm at to get to where I wanna be, but still that same kind of like, okay, what do I do? Yeah. How do I start? Yeah. How do I yeah. get that momentum to keep going? Um, I think it's the same around yeah. the board. Wow. Yeah. We all have our
0: struggles. And I think that, you know, when you um we didn't have anybody teaching us no how <laughs> to break through things. Um and, and sometimes it, you know, we talked about this at one of our other podcasts, you know, like sometimes people think, oh, you're a coach. Yeah. It just must be easy for you. Right. (laughs) It's so not. No, (laughs) it's so not. Actually, it's really, really hard. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe because the pressure Mm -hmm. of um, what people think or whatever Mm -hmm. is there. But it's still a struggle uh, at many different levels. Um, Yeah. But it's that Mm -hmm. it's just The difference for me is, okay, I have to commit sometimes Mm -hmm. to recommitting several times a day Mm -hmm. about whatever it is that I'm focused on, whether it's um, (laughs) food, whether it's, you know, exercising, whether it's just, you know, having certain quiet time or boundaries or Mm -hmm. whatever it is in my life, I'm a forgetful person. (laughs) So... And I like to not have, I don't know, I don't, I don't like to say no. I don't like to have to say no to things. And so yeah. I'm having to learn, like, that's a whole mindset shift as well. Mm-hmm. Like, being okay with saying no and being okay with, um, you know, just restarting mentally every day. If I'm like, okay, I'm getting off track here mentally, mm-hmm. I need to, to set things up a little bit differently so I have a better finish to my day. And, and I think that some. Sometimes people look at, like, exercise and food the same way. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, I... uh," And and if we're being completely honest, I've done this. Mm -hmm. So I'm not just, like, single-handedly pointing anyone out. But we go, okay, this is my plan. I'm going to go to the gym four days a week. And I miss Monday. And then I miss Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Well, now it's Wednesday. And I'm like, oh, well... There's only like three days left, so I'll start again next week. Yeah, And we get in this pattern of behavior where if it's not perfect, well, we just don't start. Right, And that, that requires a complete mindset shift. Mm-hmm. Um, and is it comfortable for me to go, oh, so I'm not going to get the four days? No, actually, it's very disappointing. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, if, if you have a goal, you set the goal, and then you're like, well, I screwed that one up, or I overslept, <laughs> or whatever. And it's an all or nothing mindset, um, which is not necessarily great. We have to be okay with going. Yeah, it's not perfect, but I'm gonna start again today. Right. I'm gonna go ahead and get get started. Same thing with diet. Mm-hmm. I see this a lot. It's like, oh, I I messed up on my you know diet, or or I'm traveling, or you know I couldn't you know I was eating out, I had a cheat meal, whatever this yeah. stuff is. Okay, so the whole day is shot now. And then the overindulgence comes, and then the guilt comes after that, and, and it's just a freaking mess. Mm-hmm. And so how, how – how,
1: can you speak to that? Do you, do you have any <laughs> thoughts on that? Oh, yes. Okay, yes, I can. okay. Yeah, let's hear so, it. So I totally get the whole diet thing. I think that has yeah. been a huge struggle for me. Huge. As I'm going to eat my chicken. I know. Your chicken looks so good. I'm hungry. Barbecue chicken. You want some? Oh, no, I'm good. Um – squirrel I just lost my train of thought oh diet mm-hmm. anyway so <laughs> I've struggled with that a lot mm. I've coached people that struggle with that and for me I actually had to make a mindset sh- mindset shift in my nutrition where I realized I'm trying to be all or nothing here I'm trying to do this perfectly mm. and every time I try to do it perfectly I end up falling off the wagon, and then like I don't just fall off the wagon. I like roll down the hill, like I butt my head <laughs> on the rocks, like oh, I man. get stuck at the bottom yeah. in the mud, and I'm like, well, it's over. I'm give me some more cheesecake, you know. Let's top this soda off. Let's eat it all. Let's just go for it. Um, so that very all or nothing. Like I'm either all good or I'm all bad, mm. and then. It's so refreshing to hear that you're human, Nina. I am so human. It's ridiculous. What was it, painfully human? I am painfully human, Mel. Um, but then what helped me to make like this shift towards, OK, I don't have to be perfect because, one, I'm not. I don't know where that expectation came from. Mm-hmm. But I'm not perfect. I'm not going to get it perfect. It's just it's an unrealistic expectation. Mm-hmm. So then I started thinking, well, what's a realistic expectation? Like, what is something that I can do? Because I used to say, you know, okay, well, you know, when there's no birthday parties this month, Mm -hmm. when I don't go out with my friends this month, when I don't eat out, and I realized something is always going to come up. Mm -hmm. Always. Every single week, like, connection is huge for me. So I have friends and family in the area. So we get together, we hang out, we see each other. So realizing, okay... I need to realign my expectations here mm. and realize that I'm not gonna be perfect, but there are things that I can do to stay on track most of the time. So if I can aim to have like eighty percent of my meals in a week be something mm-hmm. that makes me feel good, that, you know, is a balanced protein, carb and fat, something that I feel good eating, then I'm going to be fine when I have, you know, that meal that I wasn't necessarily planning on eating, Mm -hmm. but going into it, knowing that I'm probably going to have that meal, then I'm like, okay, well, I'm probably going to have that meal. I'm going to make sure that I eat really well the rest of the day, just so I can feel even more successful. Mm -hmm. And instead of eating that meal and thinking I'm a bad person, um, I've learned to separate that because I'm a good person, no matter what I do, no matter what I eat. So instead of thinking like that, I've had to learn my worth is not based on my food. It's Mm. not based on my exercise. Amen. But also like if I'm going to go in and know that I'm having a meal that's not on my plan or a cheat meal or whatever you want to call it, I'm going to enjoy it. Like I make a point to enjoy every single little bit. Yeah. And then remind myself, I chose to eat this I'm going to enjoy it and I'm not going to guilt myself about Mm. it afterwards. So, um, because those were the big things like Mm. the guilt afterwards and the shame and oh my gosh, there's something wrong with me because I had a piece of cake and no, I mean, there's nothing wrong with me. I was, I was hungry and I ate it and tomorrow I'm going to eat a balanced breakfast that is good. So I've had to learn how to. If I fall off the wagon, I'm not, like, going down the hill anymore. I just stepped off for a second to grab something, and I'm getting back on and going to keep going on my way. So um, big mindset shift, but it's helped me a Mm. lot.
0: That is such a good word and and visual with the wagon because Claude has always said for years, you know, the saying, you know, I fell off the wagon. Uh He's always like, that's crap. People choose to get off the wagon. And I was like, yeah, nobody pushed you. (laughs) you're right i didn't i didn't get forced off of it i Mm -hmm. chose to get off the wagon and uh so we can choose Mm -hmm. to get off the wagon and then we can choose to get back
1: on the wagon yeah and but it's a choice it's all choice and it's all your choice so once you own that i don't know i found it empowering like oh part of it was like, oh, I'm blaming other people for what totally. I'm doing. Nobody pushed me off of that wagon. No. I jumped off. Right. Like I did a somersault off that thing.
0: And then why did I jump off? Yeah. Like what's behind the reason I jumped off that wagon? What else am I dealing with mm-hmm. or not dealing with oh, per se? Yeah. That causes me to, to jump off the wagon. And and that's a whole other podcast in itself. <laughs> um, and, and, and I'm learning so much about myself in, in this process that I'm I've been on in the last maybe month mm-hmm. um but the I think the thing that we have to remember is is that if we're choosing to get off the wagon mm-hmm. then we're choosing to give up on ourselves and we can step off like you said to to do things um but if we're constantly stepping off and walking away and rolling yeah. down the mountain you know then we're truly not living to our full potential right. and I think that um my wagon sometimes is kind of broken and,
1: uh, I'll <laughs> go, oh, dang it. The wheel fell off.
0: The wheel fell off and, uh, crashed Lost. and my burned. Horse and is I'm gone. like, horses, whatever. But it's still like, I think that our ability to grip onto the wagon, even when the road is bumpy mm-hmm. and it's not comfortable. Um, so so that means, yes, we go to birthday parties.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Sometimes you say no. Me, and we say no. And we say no thank you. Or we yeah. bring our own food. Exactly. Or um, when we go on a trip, which is a struggle, you pack some snacks that mm-hmm. you know you can eat. Yeah. Um, you give yourself an opportunity to not step off that wagon. Yeah.
1: I like to do some research before I go. Find mm. grocery stores. I like it. Stay somewhere with a fridge. I mean... I've got lots of little hacks, but you it's can. a choice. It is a choice. I'm choosing to go into this and feel good when I get done. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, I don't want to come home from a trip and berate myself for a month afterwards. No, no it's no fun.
0: No, no. I mean, I think we've in our society, to be quite honest, we've used trips and things like that as a, you know, I'm going to let my hair down yeah. and I'm going to just a free for all. It's a free for all, and instead of No, I have like, I have, I don't want to say the word discipline, but I have a disciplined Mm -hmm. mentality where I'm just going to, so when we went to Kauai last September, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. the uh, hardest thing for me there was just trying to figure out how in the world (laughs) I was going to measure my food. (laughs) Because (laughs) you think that, you know, like you have a plan before you go on the trip, but then it's like. The reality. But sometimes of, life just. Yeah, oh my <laughs> word! How am I going to measure this stuff, and what am I going to do to make sure I have my safe zone? Mm. So I went to Costco on the island and got the things that I knew were not going to, you know. And I literally, you can ask Claude. You know, our, our meals consisted of. Um, they make this amazing salsa on Kuwait on the island. is so delicious. Mm-hmm. And a homemade salsa, and they sell it at Costco. Oh, it's just fabulous. <laughs> so I got a huge tub, kid you not, huge tub of this salsa. And then I got the rotisserie chicken that, that Costco that has, right? It saves my life a lot. Got that, and then I think at that time I wasn't eating fruit. Um, and so I don't know what else I got. Some veggies and things mm-hmm. like that. And then Claude got some things, and I got a big, huge salad. And we went back to our resort, which had you know restaurants and stuff in it that we everybody else is eating at Mm -hmm. and that's we just sat in our room and we ate I dipped my rotisserie chicken in (laughs) in my salsa and uh and I had my meals and what have you and I and I tried to estimate but it wasn't comfortable for me no it was actually really uncomfortable to go down in the morning uh, and have people watching me cut my hard-boiled eggs and mm-hmm. taking out the, you the told egg me yo- about that, I remember. And having the waitress be like, you know, like in the back, they're like talking about this, this, this crazy, you know, a healthy lady out there is eating all the hard-boiled, you know. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm sorry that I need like eight hard-boiled eggs. And then, you know, But I do. So I need the protein, you guys. I need that. I don't need the egg yolk. But I think it's so easy to be like, well, I just don't want to inconvenience people. Or I just don't want to, you know, I don't want to look weird, Mm -hmm. you know, at a birthday party. Or I don't want to be made fun of. Or, you know, they wouldn't understand. I don't want to explain myself. Mm -hmm. Now, that's a big one for me is I hate having to explain myself Mm -hmm. um, to certain family functions. People will be like, what are you on a diet for? And I'm like, no, this is just... Like how I eat. Yeah. Um, because people don't understand it. I don't expect them to. Right. This is just my journey. Mm-hmm. And so it is a choice. Um, but then I chose to get off the wagon and I went to a, what is that thing called? Um, a luau? A luau. I went to a luau and I knew I was stepping off of it because uh-huh. what in the world am I going to eat at a luau that's on my, you know, can't, nothing. <laughs> and, um, and I did and I felt terrible afterwards and it was a great reminder. Um, and I did give myself permission before we went to have like a little bit of fruit right after my cardio in the morning, but you know, at breakfast, but those were all choices. Yeah. And, um, sometimes I think the hardest thing is just to admit that we chose to get off the wagon Mm
1: -hmm. because we're embarrassed about it. Yeah. You know, I mean, it brings up hard feelings. Yeah. Like I'm disappointed in myself. I'm embarrassed. I feel like a failure. Totally. But, but I'm not a failure. No. Yeah. You just got to keep going.
0: Totally. And our keep going looks a little bit different sometimes. Yeah. I mean, everybody's different. But you said it earlier. You said every single time you've gone through something and you've been like, oh, yeah, you've grown a ton. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the thing that we have to remember is when we are stepping off the wagon and we choose to get back on the wagon, Mm -hmm. there is an opportunity for growth. And every single choice that we make. And it's not going to be perfect. It shouldn't be, actually. Um, But we're growing. And Mm -hmm. this is a process and a journey. And I think some people look at others and think, you know, because social media makes it look like everything's perfect and pretty. And they think that, oh, they have it all together. They must eat perfect. (laughs) Um, You look Mm -hmm. at, we were just talking before we started the podcast uh, with Jeremiah and his, um, you know, Eight pack or whatever he's got going on with his, oh, yeah. you know, ugh, crazy, 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 uh, you know, slim uh, figure. And he wants to put on mass and he has to eat 3,300 calories to do that. And, and I'm looking at that kid going, how in the world can he consume 3,300 calories um, in one? I, I'm going to throw up. I know. But that's his journey. So he's going to have to do things a little bit differently mm-hmm. to reach his goals um, it's gonna be really uncomfortable. It's gonna be He's uncomfortable gonna be full a lot. He's gonna yeah. be full a lot. He's gonna have to. I mean, and and I'm sure if I asked him, which he probably will never do an interview, but if I mm. asked him, he'd probably say, "Well, yeah, it's kind of weird having to take you know a bowl of rice and chicken to school." Yeah, it's kind of weird having to like log my food in. Mm-hmm. It's not what every fifteen year old boy you know is doing right now. Right. But do you? How bad do you want your goal? Exactly. How bad do you want to play football and and actually gain some weight to be able to do that well? You got to be willing to get uncomfortable Mm -hmm. to do that. And I think that we're a comfortable society.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: We train each other to be comfortable and uh, and we just have to support each other better being uncomfortable. Yeah. I think.
1: I agree. And I think that brings up a good point that you can you don't have to start out a certain way to develop that discipline and to become somebody who is comfortable being uncomfortable. Mm, Anybody can do it. Yeah. Just like you said, it's a choice. It's a choice to, to look at it and say, okay, you know, people are going to probably say something. Okay. That's fine. Like I can deal with that. It's Mm going to be okay for me when I realized that, you know, what is the saying? What Susie says about Sally says everything about Susie and nothing about Sally. Right. Is when, you know, these people are throwing their own stuff at me. It's not me. Yeah, like, yeah. they're. I'm just going to let them have their own judgment. Yeah. I'm going to do me over here. Um, that was really helpful for me a lot as somebody who likes to please people mm-hmm. and not be like, what are you doing? That's so weird and you're so strange and, like. You think you're better than us because you don't yeah. eat.
0: The way we eat or whatever. No, yeah,
1: exactly. Actually, I had a friend who had a, she had a dairy issue and people um. would be like, why aren't you eating dairy? Like, are you on a diet? And she, her comeback was awesome. I've actually thought about using it. She's like, no, when I eat it, it makes my insides bleed. <laughs> I was like, she's like, nobody gives me crap after I tell them that. Like, That's well, actually you know, awesome. If, yeah. If you ever want to tell them that, they just kind of stammer, oh, oh uh, I'm sorry, like, and walk away, but. Yeah, you can train yourself to be disciplined and you can train yourself to get uncomfortable. And actually, after a while, you get to a point where it's just Mm -hmm. second nature. Mm -hmm. Like, you just do it. Mm -hmm. I actually told Ian the other day, I'm really irritated at how disciplined I am about cleaning the kitchen before I go to bed. Because that that was a habit that I wanted to develop years ago. I would always go to bed with the kitchen a mess. Now, if I want to, I can't. Like, I have to get it done and go to bed. Or, like, sometimes I wanted to, like, you know, just be lazy and not do something. But I've developed this habit of discipline, and I just do it. And I get really irritated sometimes that I'm so disciplined, which I love because I used to think I just wish I was that person who was disciplined because I'm not. So if you're ever, Mm. like, you know, I wish I was a person who... Could go to the gym, you know, five days a week. Or I wish I was the person mm-hmm. who could eat a certain way. You can be. It's absolutely possible. It's totally. it's a choice. Yeah. It's a choice and daily action and commitment and that consistency is like that is the secret. It is. It's consistency. It, it it's is not sexy, but no. it's true.
0: And, and developing that habit is really hard. That's the uncomfortable part of it. Oh is, yeah. It's like uh. You know, when we were up in Washington and uh, with little babies and the only time that we could get up and work out was 4 freaking a.m. in the morning. And it was the most uncomfortable thing because it was like, no, my bed is warmer. Mm -hmm. I don't want to get out of bed. I don't want to do this. Um, But the more I did it, even though it was not comfortable, I did it and I hated every second Mm -hmm. of it. I got up, worked out, I got I felt better afterwards. I yeah, feel amazing afterwards. But that still didn't take me into the next day going, Oh, this is gonna be yeah, so I awesome. can't wait to do this
1: again. <laughs> no, I was like,
0: This freaking sucks. I hate it. And then the next day, I hate this. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it wasn't like a fast turnaround. Yeah. And and that's that's life. Mm-hmm. And that's life. So it's I'm not sure when you're were... extreme
1: makeover home no. edition. <laughs>
0: Exactly, and how much of our society is based on the quick fix, the the you know open the curtain, boom. I mean, even when I redid the downstairs, I'm like, I want this (laughs) weekend explosive. Wow, look at guys, we finished. We are so programmed um, Mm -hmm. for that, and I think it's because we desire the positive affirmation. We desire, um, you know, the quick change. We just we want the sexy stuff yeah but not all that work no exactly (laughs) i don't want the work of having to get up at four to to do it but that was the only time that we could work out Mm -hmm. um and uh you know three kids under under six and it was really uncomfortable Mm -hmm. but it developed one level of foundation that Mm -hmm. took me to the next season of my life and the next season and the next season And it was like a stair step, just Mm -hmm. a building. I'm sure that for you, um, when you were trying to develop a habit of cleaning your kitchen before bed, it wasn't the, oh, I love this. This is so great. It's so easy. Oh, I love
1: doing dishes. It's so fun.
0: No. Like, there was one step in front of the next, and Mm -hmm. it became a little bit easier. Maybe you even learned how to, you know, like, how do I speed this up a little bit exactly. you know exactly i did i did yes because you have other things you wanted to do you mm-hmm. got creative yeah um, in your uncomfortable place mm-hmm. and and you got it done and now it's That's a habit.
1: autopilot exactly like i can do it without even thinking about it just oh i got to clean the kitchen oh it takes me 2 minutes to unload the dishwasher that was one thing i figured mm. out i hate unloading the dishwasher cuz i thought it took forever and then i timed myself and i was like oh that takes no time at all i'll just go right ahead and do it so yeah. Yeah. Mindset.
0: Mindset is huge. It's all the way you look at it. <laughs> it is. It is. And uh and and I think because you know our tagline is mind body spirit, mm-hmm. I think that for us here during this podcast we're probably going to have a lot of episodes on uh mindset oh, yeah. and breaking through and and things like that because it's really a foundation for life. Mm-hmm. And we're not taught we're not taught in society how to deal with our mind. Nope. No, just not. Nope. It's um and we're not teaching our kids how to deal with it. I mean, I, I'm trying to teach yeah. my kids that, but in a society, we're not teaching our kids. No. Um, there's a society that's saying, you know, you deserve this. Mm-hmm. You deserve that. Mm-hmm. You want to be happy. You want to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. Well, guess guess what? It's not going to be comfortable. It's going to suck sometimes. Um, and it's, it's, just, it's just on how you look at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I... Uh, I don't know why this came to mind, but this morning, yeah, I was on Facebook. Um, and, and it, it popped up on my feed, like, I don't know, must've been like four or five years ago, Gabrielle doing a squat clean. And I'm looking at this kid who is much younger, right? So this yeah. is four or five years ago. Oh, yeah. And her, she's just this scrawny little girl. And, and I was like, oh man, let's fix that deadlift first. You know, I'm looking <laughs> at this form and I, and she failed the lift and, uh, and uh, I don't even know what was on it. Maybe like 105 or or something. And and I thought about that. And I thought, gosh, I can't even believe that's Gabby. Yeah. Because that's not Gabby. I mean, I think her her one 100 so is 185 strong. right now. She's 17 years old. So much has changed mm-hmm. in that last four to five years for her. But it didn't happen overnight. No. It was four to five years of work. And that girl is. Dedicated, like Holy she puts cow. in the work at, every day, every single day, um, and she's gotten really good at being okay with being uncomfortable,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and um, and it's it's uh, it's interesting because that was my hope and prayer for all of my kids, mm-hmm. but when it came to Gabby, you know, breaking through the different layers and the step by step of different things that she was going through in life, it was. Uh, we want good things for our kids, and we want we want them to break through. You just don't know how the outcome is going to be, right. and and so us as parents, we model that behavior. I mean, that's really our job. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I'm even saying that, and now people be like, "Well, they have a choice." Yes, they have a choice, but I'm a parent, and I need to model that. I mean, I I'm it's true. I'm the way that they're learning, right? Um, so if I'm going to be a lazy, your job is to prepare them for the world exactly. I mean, Really? That's that's what we are supposed to be doing. Anyways, tangent. Um, whole other podcast. <laughs> well, we could talk about that for a long time. <laughs> but, yeah, she really has chose to be uncomfortable. And um, I, I learned so much from that mindset instead of it being like, yeah, you could just do the easy way. Mm-hmm. I mean, truly, like, you can do the easy way. In fact, this morning she texted and she's like, hey, mom, can you send me your strength set? And I was like, you bet I will totally send you my strength set, my strength set and and uh, it's something she wants to do on her own to be able to get stronger in different in different aspects mm-hmm. nobody told her to swim nobody told her to be a swimmer nobody told her um, that she wasn't gonna drown in the water yes. but she did it she chose to try and she chose to swim even when she almost drowned the very first time you know literally she, oh, she the girl could not swim. Her coach in the paper has it on there that he says specifically, like she almost like she looked like she was gonna drown. Oh wow! She could not, not swim. It wasn't a natural thing for her. Yeah. It was. It was so and now much. Now she's work. amazing, and and she's going to college now, right? For for swimming, so like that right there is going okay. So that's perseverance. Mm-hmm. That's a choice. She could have given up. Mm-hmm. Um, when it got uncomfortable, because come on, I'm sorry, I don't want to put a swimsuit on. <laughs> Yeah, swimming I, isn't my favorite. <laughs> I don't want to put it, but more than that, like, I don't I don't want to be uncomfortable in the mm-hmm. water. I don't, I'm going to mm-hmm.
1: drown. That's really uncomfortable to learn. It is. Really. It's brand
0: new stuff. So yeah. we all have these new things in our life, whether it's nutrition or exercise or, you know, trying something new. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and it's an uncomfortable place, but I think that's where we grow. And, you know, kids yeah. like Gabby or... You know, the dishwasher story, you know, like <laughs> cleaning the kitchen, it's a habit. Now it's just like what you do. Yeah. It, it's not, it's not the struggle that it used to be.
1: No, so, not even a little bit. Yeah.
0: So I think that's pretty cool. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I think that mindset is probably something that, like I said, we'll, we'll dig into a bit more.
1: Oh yeah. Um, we'll have a lot to say on that. Mm. For sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, this is fun. Thanks, yeah, Nina. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Three Peaks Strong Podcast. If you found any of this podcast helpful, we'd love for you to share it with your friends and family and leave us a five-star review.